0: wake up wake up wake up
1: wake up wake up that's so (laughs) annoying i apologize to everybody oh my
0: goodness what's going on guys welcome to the growing together podcast we're here to talk with you through life faith relationships and money my name is kaylin
1: and i'm kyra
0: and I think I messed up the intro. Um, shout out to my brother. He used hmm. to say that ages ago. Ages ago.
1: In the wake blogs. up. Thing?
0: Yeah. Oh. He'd start the blog, wake up, wake up, wake up.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm only saying that right now because Kyra's asleep. Like
1: I'm not asleep.
0: Kyra thinks she can hang with me Uh,
1: you guys know how it is when a new month starts you're just like oh i'm gonna be a whole new person even though the person i was last month was completely different
0: are you sure that uh the
1: first is gonna hit different you think like on the 31st you have like this new motivation you're like oh yeah this is gonna be my month
0: oh you must be in retrograde and
1: then stop (laughs) and then the first comes and you're like "Mm, i actually don't want to be a new person
0: are you sure it's not because um you're halloween hectic partying stop halloween holy party
1: <laughs> i honestly didn't even remember how when halloween was
0: what an embarrassing embarrassing flaw in our family
1: can we talk about the fact that i thought i think everybody thought halloween was on saturday this year
0: halloween was on saturday
1: i definitely feel like it was
0: it would i will not allow on this what is it the um lunar calendar for a devilish holiday like halloween to be on the lord's day that's not, not the it.
1: first time it's happened on a Sunday, though.
0: Oh, of course not. Yeah. But it wasn't even Halloween. It was Reformation Day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Coming yeah. from a true saint. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true saint. No, jokes aside, guys. Um, Halloween was actually on Sunday, but I woke up on Saturday thinking that it was spooky season. because
1: Everybody was already in their costumes.
0: Yeah. I literally left um, at like 1 p.m. And y'all are so childish. Y'all was in y'all costumes at the store. <laughs> I thought I was at my kids' daycare. I'm like, really, guys? It's 1 p.m. Like, literally where we live, there's like a a huge, like, shopping center. And for two miles, the traffic was crazy. I was like, okay, it must be Black Friday shopping. Because, again, y'all know. Why do you always
1: think it's Black Friday in October? We skipped
0: Halloween. I ain't thinking nothing about no October fest, Halloween mess. I literally thought that it was, like, Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, it must be Black Friday. Nope. Apparently, there's a chip shortage. And I mean, we literally went to Best chip Buy. Shortage. Yeah, there's a chip shortage right now. Of, like chips you eat? No, no. Microconductors or semiconductors. What did I say? Micro. <laughs> I mean, I guess they kind of are synonymous, but semiconductor shortage, as well as a lot of freight from around the world. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I was listening to a podcast about that.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's backing up all of the goods that we normally like to buy, especially electronics. I know that there have been, rec- not recalls, but there have been pushbacks on cars being released. And I know even, like, the camera that we just got, the A7S Mark three, you can't even get that. Mm. I went to the camera store a few weeks ago, and we got our new camera. And the guy was just like, if you're coming in here for that, you, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to wait until next year.
1: Wow. But dang, fam. And even when we went into Best Buy, he was like, yeah, if you want something for Christmas, literally buy it today.
0: Yeah. And we uh, we went ahead and took that advice because... I think Friday, we woke up in our Black Friday mode, <laughs> where I don't know why, but for the past couple of years, every year, Kyra and I kind of go crazy, and we have a little end-of-the-year splurge, because, I mean, y'all know at this point that we don't really do holidays. Like, sometimes we be forgetting. The holidays that we do do, though, that we do need to, like, make special are Thanksgiving and Christmas. And
1: Christmas. And, I would say like Mother's Day. Okay, and Mother's
0: <laughs> Day and Father's Day and, and Valentine's birthdays. Day. I
1: would say birthdays are. And
0: birthday. Okay, we're doing holidays, I guess. Yeah,
1: we just don't really do Easter. We don't really do Halloween.
0: Oh, no, forget Halloween. Easter?
1: We Easter don't do St. Patrick's Day.
0: St. Patty's Day is forever synonymous with me with the Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Scary movie. You ever seen it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, think, I don't know if I've ever seen it. I hope you never see it. It is the most cringy. Scary. It, it's still scary to this day because it's like, man. That little thing is ugly.
1: I wasn't allowed to watch scary movies.
0: But y'all know at this point we don't really do holidays. But what we really do is you know splurge once a year, and it's because you know we don't really buy too much stuff for ourselves throughout the year. So I don't Q4 think that's hit, true for me. But I mean, I I, I don't buy that's, clothes. It's
1: definitely true for you. You really don't buy anything
0: for sure. I'm a minimalist. But Q4 hits, you know, companies start dropping a new. They knew stuff, they knew updates, and buddy's like, ugh.
1: They really didn't help this year that Apple decided to drop right when, honestly, I didn't even really have the itch, Mm -hmm. and then Apple was like, oh, new stuff, and then you were like, ooh, let's go to Apple, and then it just really went downhill from there. Yeah,
0: it was all fun and games when we woke up on Friday. Yeah, Kyra had no clue that there was an Apple event the previous week, and that the following week they were dropping their stuff, available now in stores. So I'm on my Instagram and I see my buddy doing unboxing like a freaking tech YouTuber. (laughs) And it it got me, the little itch. I felt it right there on the left side of my top lung, desire.
1: And you really drug me down because you were like, oh, watch AirPods. And I was kind of like, "Mm -hmm." Yeah,
0: this just happened to be one of those years where all of your, okay, so typically the way it goes is Kyra always gets better stuff than me but I'll update my stuff more frequent. So she's the type where if they have a $3,000 laptop versus a $1,500 one, like I'll get the $1,500 one and she'll just get the $3,000 one. And then she'll have it for like three years because the technology in it doesn't become obsolete so fast. I don't know why it's just the way we do things. So this just happened to be one of those years where her stuff was old and my stuff was old Mm -hmm. and it's Q4 and we need the write-offs and it's a business expense. So I was like, babe, this is one of those years where, I mean, Apple didn't really take a leap in their technology because, you know, sometimes they'll have like an iPhone 13 and then an iPhone 14 or something like that, where it's like a totally different design, totally different technology, different cameras, an eighth camera, a eye scanner, like all this stuff. Yeah. This is one of those years where it could have been called the iPhone 12 S, but they call it the already iPhone the 13. Ex-
1: there's already an XS.
0: But I'm saying like, it's just an S. This, this isn't really like an update, update. So anyway, as I was saying, this is one of those years where all of our tech is just all at the same time. So I say, Kyra, you want some new stuff? Her, literally her response. I really just want to go shopping for clothes. <laughs> Kyra, um, <laughs> I'm asking you if you want to go spend some money for some business expenses proper, <laughs> not your freaking costumes in your vlog. <laughs> but, um, well, every
1: time fall winter hits, I'm like hmm i think it's time
0: but the best time 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 is to go black friday shopping online at like a j crew
1: i okay and we normally do that like every mm-hmm. year we do that but you missed but it or are you
0: gonna still do that too
1: no i'm not gonna do that because you guys i literally completely forgot so i mean i don't want to give away too much information now that i'm vlogging so i'm like if you want to know what's really going on you're gonna have to watch my vlogs Oh no this. these are our people peoples but so the Aritzia, the new one opened in North Park. So I was like, I have to go see it. I also needed new jeans. And I was like, you just bought new jeans. But I was like, no, I needed new, new jeans. Yeah, she
0: get new jeans every couple months.
1: That's not true. Okay, let me debunk that really quickly. So... <laughs> oh, wow, you, you feel strongly
0: about that. If
1: you've been paying <laughs> attention, like, literally, go back and watch my content. After I had Kaiser, I thrifted all of my jeans, right? And then I just bought Zara jeans, probably, like, earlier this year but i only bought two pairs and they're a specific they're like acid wash so that really only goes with like spring summer tops now it's fall winter you need you need like a range of colors
0: i don't comment on the subject i don't comment on the subject but uh, you
1: agree i know you agree because you have a range of color of jeans and you'll get dressed and be like this doesn't go with these jeans
0: can you date when they were bought
1: Oh, probably 10 years exactly, ago. Exactly. You probably had those so in middle I school. I don't
0: comment on this because, you know, with women, I'm learning. Don't comment on their weight. Don't comment on nothing. So I've always assumed you're going up and down in jean sizes because you're losing weight or you're gaining weight or whatever. But your story is you just want some other colors. I like my version better because it at least has a purpose. But the fact that you were buying jeans every month because you wanted a different I didn't color. buy
1: jeans every month. That's just not true. <sighs>
0: babe you know it's your money
1: i will fight you on this i'll fight you on You this. can
0: do what you want with it
1: and i completely forgot the whole point of what i was talking about
0: i me too um last podcast we were talking no it wasn't last podcast it was a podcast before the last um as i was heading my tail to apple for the fifth time y'all, <laughs> i'm telling y'all this is He's, no joke
1: oh my goodness literally been to apple like 10 times been to best buy at least five times Did we
0: even tell them what we got I don't think so. Okay, y'all check it. So Kyra got a new laptop.
1: Okay, let us put you guys really on to the key, though. Go ahead. The trade-in.
0: Oh. The
1: trade-in. Okay, it sounds like we really went berserk, but really- Will you let us get to it? Okay.
0: You just jump into it. We're going to get more into this jumping straight into it later on in the podcast. I know we're talking about tech right now, but this is going to take a crazy turn. I don't think they're ready for it.
1: But babe, we was getting to you. Got
0: Okay, I
1: saw people commenting on my video. They're like, "I'm literally going to Apple Store right now to trade in all of my stuff."
0: Yeah, so that's what we did to make it make more sense. Because typically, I mean, we just end up with a graveyard of Apple boxes and tech. But y'all, let me know really quick. Are y'all the type of people that keep your boxes around? Because Kyra was coming for the entire middle class yesterday. Because she's like, "Oh, tell me you're middle class without telling you me you're middle class."
1: You need stop it. First of all, second of all. I told Caitlin, oh, I saw this TikTok that I thought was funny. And she was like, here's like a list of things that are middle class. Like what. OK, what class saying, was she in, though? She was probably middle class. She was like, dude, I do these things, too. That's how I know. Um, and she was like having a plethora of Apple boxes, like just just to have them, like just at the top of your closet, just around. Like, why do we do that? Like, why do we hold on to them? Like there's some momentum or something.
0: Freaking jokes on TikTok Tiffany, because there's no such thing as the middle class. I mean, the disparity between the rich and the poor. Like, come on now.
1: Kaylin got so defensive over it. And I was like, dude, I'm not. Calling it I'm not saying that I just, I got
0: defensive. Oh my goodness. All
1: I said was it just reminded me of when we were dating and Caitlin had so many apple boxes at the top of the closet. Like that's it just This
0: reminds me, me of sitting in class in second grade when our teachers had the projectors and they would actually be able to project it on the screen because you're you're <laughs> doing that to me right now. What are you even talking about? I was not <laughs>
1: Look how, No, even just now you started getting like No, there's just oh, no, no such thing as there is blah, no
0: middle blah. class. I mean you have the super rich and then you have the rest of us. Like Come on now, most of the money in the world is owned by the top 1% of the people. Like, it's just, it's just true. So Tiffany Tally, she's wrong. Tiffany Tiffany TikTok Tally, whatever her name is, she's wrong. Okay, so I am the type, yes, that keeps my boxes because I'm trying to flip that mug. If y'all didn't grow up, you know, with that little entrepreneurial spirit, taking y'all old technology, throwing it on eBay, then maybe you don't know, but it's really money out here. Like, people really out here getting paid for their old stuff. So I've been you know, building up my graveyard of tech and I actually never even sell it anymore. So I am just like what Tiffany TikTok person is saying. I'm <laughs> very middle class. However, Apple came through clutch and now it is popular to recycle technology mm-hmm. and you can actually get incentivized to do that by them offering you way more money than your stuff is worth, way more. Ask me how I know this, okay? I know that you wouldn't even have to ask me if you're watching our blog from weeks ago, but some weeks ago, I returned an iPhone 12, not returned, but I traded an iPhone 12 at Best Buy, and this is what spawned our little iPad kick that we've been on. Returned the iPhone 12, bought an iPad. They gave me like 200 bucks for the iPhone. The iPhone was $700, okay? I should have learned my lesson then. We go and we're looking to try and buy new laptops, and since they just came out, nobody has them. But lo and behold, the GameStop of technology (laughs) <laughs> Best Buy. So we go to Best Buy, we're buying these things, and we take our laptops and we have an iMac and we start throwing the whole kitchen sink at them. How much is this worth? How the much mouse is this worth? pad, the, will you, will you the, take, mouse, <laughs> the keyboard, the chargers, <laughs> our watches, our AirPods. <laughs> like, will you take our glass, all of this stuff, right? Tell me why on Apple. The Apple, download the Apple Store app, look at the technology you have connected to your um, iCloud account. They'll tell you how much your stuff is worth. So and when you say, go
1: in store it's actually it yeah it's that price i'm
0: looking at them i'm looking at this app tell me it's 600 dollars for you know each of our laptops and like 700 for our imac tell me why best buy is like ah yeah this one's gonna be three ah this one's gonna be 310 and our freaking big Goofy, impatient, impulsive <laughs> sales say, sale. "Okay."
1: Well, this is before I knew that it was actually like what the Apple app tells you is actually it lines up with what they tell you in store in the Apple store. Apple really but don't be out here tra- lying to nobody. If you try to take it to Best Buy, then they, I guess, they have like a different process. Um, and she said, also, we got less because we didn't have the chargers. <laughs> so I take mean, as your long chargers they be Like fifteen
0: dude. bucks. I looked yeah. online. I knew. I knew they were, what they are about to do to us, but.
1: But I know they was really out
0: here scamming like
1: that. I wonder what it would have been worth at Apple.
0: At Apple, you would have gotten six hundred for yours. I would have gotten six hundred for mine, and then we would have got seven hundred for our laptop or for the iMac. We would have traded in your Apple Watch.
1: I so got seventy dollars for my Apple Watch from two thousand. It's Series three, so I don't know. That's like two thousand. They're, they're on Series seven now.
0: Altogether, I think we would have got like twenty five hundred bucks, and we ended up spending like four grand on all of our computers.
1: But uh, that one hurted.
0: While I was at the Apple store. I noticed that they came out with the iPad minis. So I looked at my big iPad air and I looked at this iPad mini and buddy was like, I think I need a smaller package. And you know, I had to cop it and I copped it because I thought I could trade in this brand new iPad that I got three or four months ago,
1: literally this year or
0: probably, you know what I paid for it from Best Buy. Right? No wrong. Because the policy at these stores are you can't trade in the latest version of the stuff.
1: Yeah, because then it kind of get. Because me and Caleb were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This trade-in thing, we could be trading in our phones every time they come out with a mm-hmm. new one as and like stay updated mm-hmm. and you'll actually end up spending less than if you were to wait a while trading your phone and then get the new one well,
0: we don't know if that's true but we're thinking but maybe the we rate just, yeah maybe the rate of depreciation on the technology that you buy if you buy it as soon as it comes out and then you wait until the next one comes out maybe it only depreciates by a couple hundred bucks and if that's true if you can return it or let's say the new iPhone comes out for $1,000 and your other one is worth 800 mm-hmm. and You just do that boop boop. And it's yeah. like, hey, I'll, I'll pay $200 for something new. Yeah,
1: and I'll just me, keep doing that. For our phones, we normally wait a while. Like we wait a couple years, a few years.
0: But yeah, they shut that stuff down and we weren't able to do that. Literally, Apple's often, didn't, they were offering $70 for my iPad. So I literally ended up buying this iPad mini against probably my better judgment. Come back and I'm like, man. I'm about we talking about my it.
1: clothes well okay why did you need a smaller iPad?
0: well mine is a true write-off though like irs comes knocking on the door what you gonna walk up to them in your skims and say
1: this is for my
0: only fans stop <laughs> yeah exactly me i'm gonna be like uh this ipad is um it actually controls the um <laughs> i just bought this because i wanted it <laughs> i don't know but i don't know i just got to give my other one away
1: Thank you to KiwiCo for sponsoring this week's podcast. KiwiCo is the one-stop gift shop for kids of every interest and age. Kids can discover the mechanics behind everyday objects, learn the science of cooking, explore new cultures and practice new art and design techniques all through fun hands-on projects. The boys probably are on their like 30th KiwiCo box. They're on monthly and bi-monthly subscriptions. We personally really like it. Through these crates you get to really cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every month and this way we're doing our part to encourage our children to be innovators and creative thinkers. So this holiday season give the gift of a fun hands-on holiday experience with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code growing at kiwico.com. That's 50% off your first month at k-i-w-i-c-o.com. Promo code growing
0: so got a new ipad got a new macbook also i just feel like i'm in a totally elevated state because i love the new tech that i got but also i just feel like i'm better than everyone else because your boy got his first shot today like yeah yeah, i'm truly vaccinated like i'm really out here and i'm really just i don't know why i waited so long because i sat down and sis poked me and i I said did you are you okay (laughs) when does it start she said i'm done and kyra was there looking at me and she's shaking her hair like yeah like i saw it yeah it actually went in you and that's when i started seizing and I <laughs> but y'all i don't know why i waited so long. actually i do know why, why i waited so long i was not really thinking about covid um we don't live in a place where it's really talked about i don't watch the news and i'm not listening to what nobody's really saying on twitter i've been in my zone so it was almost like COVID didn't exist um and then I got it and it freaking wrecked me, almost killed me. And then after, I was like, even though I'm probably naturally immune, um, I'm not an anti vaxxer, so I might as well just get this. So I forgot again because, again, you know, forgot about COVID. Everything's going good. People don't wear masks. We don't really see signs out here. I actually have a picture on my phone that y'all would not believe of a sign that I saw here. I don't know how I could show- Actually, I do know, but I can't say that right now. Um, I-, I want y'all to see this, but. I woke up today and I was like, oh, yeah, we got. I got to go um, go get vaccinated. And I just went and did it. And she was like, oh, it's going to be sore. I don't feel sore at all. I didn't feel anything.
1: Well, she said it'll like 40, 24 to 48 hours.
0: Yeah. I always knew, though, that um, I was going to eventually have to do it because, again, I never was really pressed about it. I know people politicized it, but I'm not really on any extreme side of anybody's politics. Y'all probably already know that. So I was just thinking, OK, how's this going to affect me? How's this going to affect the people around me? And I'm very pro-choice in that right. So made a decision. Boom, got it. Now I'm, I get to go see my grandmas, my older grandma. Um, one of them lives in Manhattan. The other one lives in Bakersfield. And they're both getting older. And you can't travel to some of these places and go and see them without it. And I don't care, you know, really what you own. Um, my tail is about to go see them. So. I'm glad I did. New
1: York, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: going to be fun. You're actually, have you
1: announced what any of that? No? Talked about it? We ain't
0: going to say? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Tyra's got some.
1: Anything about the H word? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I did talk about it. Okay. I did mention briefly that I'm going to Hawaii mm-hmm. next month. And you'll tell, oh, would we'll not so be able
0: excited. to go to Hawaii if you didn't get no shots? Yeah, you can. You can.
1: Really? You just have to prove you uh, don't have COVID. They're just.
0: letting people on that island? Super spread on that island?
1: hmm
0: Wow. The disrespect. Okay. I mean, it's bad enough well, wait, the way people- that Hawaii was annexed. Do you know the history behind
1: Hawaii? Not really.
0: Oh, my goodness. Talk about some imperialism. Talk about some conquerors. Phew. But you're
1: saying? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I guess like as long as you just get tested before, you have to like, prove it. You have to take a, like a specific kind of test, too. They are pretty strict about it, I think. But
0: yeah, I thought that it was going to be, oh, you're not flying... Wait, you're not going to New York. I'm tripping. Why am I thinking you have to fly to New York to go to Hawaii?
1: No. Your
0: silly toe would be on the plane for a, a whole week. No, but <laughs> L- the LAX then Hawaii. Okay, cool, cool. So I didn't know that they knew that. Knew what? That you were going to Hawaii.
1: Well, I mentioned previ- like very briefly in my past, my just my last vlog.
0: Oh, cause some big goofy went off on me talking about... Um, I need to be pampering you and doing more for you and letting Kyra have a mom's day out. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, it's in our comment section. Right I didn't even delete it because I'm just like, I want everybody. And it's like top comment. So a lot of people what? agree with it. Yeah, I'm like, I want all y'all to just sit and bask in this silliness.
1: What was I doing? Or like, why did was say um, What provoked them?
0: The one that I had COVID in and I had COVID for like a month. And I was talking about like you holding it all down. And they were just like, forget Kaylin almost dying. You need to be pampering Kyra. And I'm like, do you guys even watch her vlog? Like, do you guys even know that Kyra has a life outside of Kaylin and Kaylin has a life outside of Kyra now? Like, we're not as codependent as as we've historically been and that Kyra actually travels by herself and goes on girls' trips. i would be gone. I'm like, this is really one of those cases where
1: you just follow the van
0: rule. Shut up. (laughs) 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 But... Anywho. Or at least
1: watch all content so you can really make. A, uh, ain't
0: nobody got time to watch all our content. But, so like
1: at least so you can make it. I get where they're coming decision. from.
0: They just they just look a little silly. But you know, all fair and love were uncommenting. Um, you ready to get a little? I why are you smiling, what you have babe? To say? I don't know. Why are you licking your lips at me like that?
1: I wasn't. My lips are just dry. Are they dry? I haven't drank any water.
0: Okay, let me tell you how to get them wet. Um, I'm, oh, what am I talking about? Uh, Kyra sent me this. So I bu- knew
1: you were going to play yeah, this. Buddy. I knew it. Yeah,
0: buddy. Kyra was being a little.
1: Please don't. I so-
0: I would normally <laughs> save this for growing together after dark. But. All right. I, this one can't wait. I'm, I'm actually curious about. Okay. If you're listening to this with kids in a car, go ahead and stop. If you listen to this and you got sensitive ears like me, um, do some imaginary in podcast feed real time bleeping because. I don't know what Kyra was thinking when she sent this to me. She over here licking her lips at me like this, sending me crazy stuff. Like she's really lost it. So anywho, I'm just going along my merry day. I cannot believe
1: you're about to do this. What?
0: It's not even embarrassing. This I is honestly, a conversation I don't even having.
1: remember what it says. So I'm even kind of like sweating. A yeah, little
0: I was going to play this some time ago, but.
1: Oh, we couldn't get to it.
0: We couldn't get to mm-hmm. it. Okay, so now we got some time. We're going to unpack this. Let me know y'all true thoughts. Um, I mentioned growing together after dark. Go to our website. Explore a little bit. You'll know what I'm talking about. It's not for everybody. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you really want to have this conversation, I'm not having this conversation publicly. So if you want to talk about this. There's a place to do that, but I'm not announcing it properly yet. Okay, so we're about to jump into this. Kyra sends me this. This is from the shade room. No, it's not. It's from 85 South, and they had a sex doctor on, and she is talking about how Grayson. Grayson is our cat, so that's our safe word this podcast, Grayson. And when I say Grayson, I'm talking about kitties, right? (laughs) Apparently, Grayson takes about 18 to 40 minutes to get ready. And I said, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. But y'all listen to what Homegirl has to say.
2: To get to orgasm, you gotta have desire, arousal, orgasm, and then refractory period. It's four parts, right? Just cause her body responding in certain ways, it's not into this, is completely swollen and do do. You know, we you start getting that heartbeat and it's really going. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And so that's when the ready. That's when pussy ready. But for y'all, y'all get hard and y'all like all right it's time no it's different times women need like 18 to 40 minutes to be fully aroused
0: <laughs>
1: <sighs> i mean this is really more about you than it is about me <laughs>
0: this is more about you than it's about me no it's not <laughs> y'all anatomy messed up this don't this don't make no sense
1: that was so funny
0: but i believe it
1: I actually, I only shared it because it was on my explore page. I feel like now I have to explain why I sent that. Yeah,
0: email. yeah. You got some explaining to do.
1: There's like a whole five minute clip to it. That was just part. I don't know who that sex doctor is, but there's a ne- another sex doctor that like commented over it.
0: Are they sex doctors or are they just, they talk sex, about sex?
1: Yeah, I guess they just talk about sex. I don't know what you call I don't call, I don't follow.
0: Sexologists.
1: Text. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> so
0: I don't know if we can call her our, our buddy, but I guess you can call her our peer because we share the same management. Mm-hmm. Um, Shan is a, sex, a sexologist, and she's actually in school um, to even learn more about the subject. She wrote this book called The Game of Desire. I cannot endorse it. I did not read it. I just know facts about, you know,
1: her. Yeah, her.
0: And I'm sure she got some interesting stuff to say. I've seen some of her content, mm-hmm. and it always makes for great discussion amongst Kyra and myself. Um, very, very... Very interesting takes, but on this one, sis, she came through. <laughs> she came through.
1: It's very informative.
0: Very, and I was like, "Wow, wish I would have known this before we got married, because then I would have had you know better expectations coming from a, a guy who watched porn like literally nine point eight out of ten other guys." It's very misleading on how things are supposed to go in the bedroom within a committed marital relationship. And it took me a long time to figure it out. And even still, it's like, man, our anatomies are just different. We are different. I wake up. I walk around. I chew bubble gum. I go to church. You can tap me on the shoulder. I'm always ready to go. Buddy is ready. Always in code red. You don't got to wake me up. He's up, but y'all, I mean, should I keep playing it?
1: Maybe you should, because I actually liked, I mean, her part was really the part that I liked.
0: Check this out. Let me know what y'all think.
2: Sexual Essentials brought up the sexual response cycle in that video, and this is a Masters and Johnson model. It talks about sex being broken down into four parts. You have excitement, you have plateau, you have orgasm, and then you have resolution. So essentially, excitement is being horny, plateau is being turned on, this is when the body gets erect and wet. Orgasm is the activity that you do that leads to the release of sexual tension aka orgasm, and then resolution is the come down phase, what your body does to return to homeostasis. If you think about this in another way, think about it like food. So excitement would be getting hungry and deciding that you want to eat, plateau would be choosing what you want to eat, placing the order and waiting for it and getting excited about your food coming, and then orgasm would be eating the food and resolution would be digestion. So I saw a lot of people tripping up about the excitement and plateau area of things, and specifically that this is to take 40 minutes. Um, and I wanted to explain to you why 40 minutes is nothing. It is nothing, and majority of you are spending way longer than you think, but you haven't maybe thought about it in this way. So a common comment that I saw was something like this. It takes 30 seconds
0: for him nah, to get he hard. said seven.
2: Yeah, it can take I five, seven seconds listen, to get a hard one. I'm one of those instant <laughs> like, like if I'm if I'm yeah, rocking with you. But but yeah. you don't
0: even you weren't counting, you weren't counting all the, the all the time the lead up to that. No, she can walk in the room and you
2: can get hard. That's a clip from my husband's podcast. Enjoy the podcast. That's A Crockett. Shout out to you. What Atheon was speaking to is what I want to talk about today. And that is the fact that this doesn't have to look like this. This model, how it's broken down into equal parts, um, may not look like that for your sexual experiences or your experience later on today. It's different every single time. So what Atheon was speaking to is a very long excitement phase. So the plateau phase doesn't have to be that long. And essentially that means when you are seeing somebody and you have sex with that person, majority of the time that you see each other, whenever you and that person make plans, your body's already getting ready. When you start the day, when you go to shower, when you put on your clothes, when you drive over there, when you pull up, when you hug that person, you are already in the sexual response cycle. Your body is already preparing to have sex with that person. As a result, you don't need to spend as much time with sexual contact before getting to the thing that leads to orgasm, because again, you've been in the excitement phase for five plus hours. Um, Now on the flip side, If you don't spend much time in excitement, that's when you have to spend more time in plateau. And that is the phase where the body is acknowledging, okay, sex is going to happen and you're stimulating directly with erogenous zones and with different body parts to get the primary sexual organ ready for orgasm. Now, for a lot of people who live with their partner, you don't associate your partner with sex.
1: And now I understand why people plan sex. Plan it. Like, put it on their calendar. That's what you got from that? Well, now I understand it a lot more.
0: Okay. Make that make sense for me.
1: So she was talking about...
0: Because, I mean, not that it doesn't make sense. I'm just not... I haven't been able well, to like, think about what you just said because I'm thinking about yeah. what A was saying.
1: So she's basically saying that... There's an excitement phase before a plateaus phase. So the excitement is basically if you know that you're going to have sex sometime in the future or in the next day, in the next 24 hours, your body is even already starting to prepare for that, even if you don't know. So if we planned days to have sex on a Friday at 5 p.m., whatever, Thursday, Wednesday even, that excitement is already building because you know it's coming. And I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I would never want to plan out days that I'm going to have sex because that's just not spontaneous. That's not fun. But for couples who like I know, like a lot of people do that when they've just had babies and, you know, life just gets in the way. And then especially as women, if mentally you're not in that like phase, it's just not going to be good. Like it's just not <laughs> it's just not it. So that kind of like allows time to be excited for it.
0: It sound good, but I mean, y'all just heard talk about how i can't even not impulsively go buy apple products because i don't want to wait she over here talking about planning out a whole snack talking no, about i
1: never said oh i wanted to start
0: something. when i'm hungry to use her words
1: okay but I'm, you know what I'm hungry talking
0: about. i don't want to wait no, <laughs> no that makes total sense And I've never thought about doing that. Like,
1: they're probably actually having better sex than the people that want to be spontaneous because they didn't actually have time.
0: Right. And I think the people who are trying to be spontaneous, especially y'all not married folk, be thinking that y'all really out here decking the halls and crap. Y'all ain't really doing nothing. Y'all ain't even doing really nothing that frequent as people who are married because how y'all schedules really working like that? I'm really talking about probably the people in high school who will be at school for eight hours. Mm-hmm. But y'all nasty folks in college that's not married and y'all having sex, y'all, y'all probably are screwing around a lot. But for us married folk that God is blessing the sex life of who are having, I mean, just better sex, honestly. Um, I think that scheduling could be good. But how do you take the taboo weirdness out of it? Actually, I'm, I just said that out loud, but it's, I, don't think, I don't think it's weird at all.
1: Yeah, I think probably just not sharing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just don't, like, There's no need to tell people that.
0: But I wonder if there's like a time that people will do it. Time, place, or is everything just free game? Every, every hour, <laughs> every minute. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about this a different time. But I thought this was interesting. I thought that the way that she described it was interesting. Obviously, mm-hmm. they can't see the model. So mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and go over it again. An excitement period, a plateau, an orgasm. And a resolution. And the analogy she used, which I thought was really good until we got to this one part that I'll bring up. Hungry would coincide with or would be congruent with excitement. Choosing, waiting to pick your food would be congruent with plateau. The eating, you finally get to eat that savory food, would be congruent with orgasm. This is the one I hate. The yeah. digestion being associated with that super sweet slumber <laughs> <laughs> that comes after I, I don't know i don't know if i like that one but i think it was a good analogy overall
1: this podcast is sponsored by better help if you feel like there's something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals better help might really help you better help will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. This is not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. And this service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist, and they'll respond with thoughtful and timely responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room again. As with traditional therapy, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit BetterHelp.com/growing. That's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over two million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional and growing together podcast listeners can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com growing.
0: I think that guys, most guys, again, in generalization live in a perpetual state of hunger. It is a part of our nature. It is the extra testosterone you eat what you kill you kill what you eat so we just walk around hungry all the time and i don't know i think there has to be another phase of this that comes before hunger that women are in which would probably be um the state that the frozen burger is in before it gets fried you know how everybody talking about they got real beef i think please that please tell that me state.
1: what you're talking about right now yes i don't understand any of what you just said
0: what what are you, you what do you I'm getting
1: mixed up between the food and what really we're talking okay, about here.
0: okay, okay, so I think that guys always walk around kinda of just ready, okay, like it don't take much to get us going I think I don't know are are women like that?
1: I don't know I can't I would know. say based on what the sexologists are saying, I would say no,
0: okay, so. Women are like men, and they walking around always ready to, ready to pounce.
1: No, no, no. I would say no.
0: So y'all are the frozen burgers that are waiting to get warmed up so that you can get excited? Yeah. Or what? I don't know. We do over here. We're trying to use their language. So I you would say there's
1: even, okay, so excitement phase, I think later on in the video, or I don't know if she already said it, but that would be congruent with foreplay or what people would consider foreplay. I think that's what she said.
0: I'm lost. I'm confused now. I'm confused. Why? <laughs> because I don't. I forgot how to use her model.
1: <laughs> or maybe, or maybe the plateau is foreplay where you're like directly trying to stimulate and like get ready. Okay. I think that the, makes sense. Okay. That,
0: okay, I ahead, don't know go.
1: if that's what she said, but I think that makes sense. You had sense a
0: click. Me. I saw the light going. on in the you. The
1: excitement part is just the mental aspect.
0: Like, oh yeah, I'm ready. Like I want to like have sex.
1: Mentally. No, no, no mentally I know it's coming yeah it's not yeah. there yet but I know it's going to happen so I'm getting excited the like plateau is that build-up yes the plateau is the build-up the actually getting ready for the orgasm but like when you're in it
0: okay so what state if you were to overgeneralize and possibly be wrong would you say that men are in and what's it would you say that women are in
1: because
0: mm, y'all be calling men I, dogs I not you, okay, but I'm I just know, saying. I know, But
1: I guess what, by what you're saying, men would be in excitement phase all the time. Yes. But I don't know if that's true. Facts. I think that yeah. you we can be in the phase before excitement where it's like not even thinking about sex, but when men enter into excitement phase, it takes you guys minutes, like a few minutes. Oh, yeah. We can go through the whole cycle to get a few to times. To to plateau or get to ready for orgasm. Right. But for women, it can take 18 to 40 minutes. That's crazy. Which I think is shocking to so many people. Yeah.
0: So really to that, to hack your spouse, you need to get them in a form of perpetual excitement. Mm-hmm. And the way to do that is to have it be cyclical and have it be scheduled and have a sexual regimen.
1: I don't think it has to be scheduled, but this is literally, this also.
0: Well, if it's scheduled, then you always have something to look forward to, which would always put you in that state of excitement. Or. And then you can work on the plateau that leads to, you know. No,
1: or, oh no. I'm I just going to hack I have an you. have even better point. I have an even better point. This is why women say sex begins in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean like, oh, cook for me. But it just means outside of the bedroom. Don't like, because whenever guys can get ready so quickly and they're like, oh, we don't have 18 to 40 minutes. It's like, okay, so now I just feel used. Like you literally just want to have sex with me so you can get to your sweet slumber. But you don't care at all about the pleasure I'm having during this. (laughs) <laughs> this thing during sex, basically. <laughs> so wow, that makes all. I know sense why that happens, you. all right? What?
0: So many guys have perverted sex to be such an individualistic thing. They haven't needed women to reach climax because they've been having sex with themselves for decades, probably at this point. And I'm just going to go ahead and ruin the man card or the guy card or guy code, rather. And if you haven't had that conversation with your spouse, your boyfriend, or your husband, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably do this every episode. We bring up sex, and you're wondering why something could be a little iffy in the bedroom. Have the conversation on if he's watching porn or not, because there's one surefire way to ruin a sexual experience, not only for your spouse but for yourself, is if you're perverting your mind with pornography. I'm sorry, but I don't care what nobody says. You cannot take that. Vile, perverted form of something that God intended to bless people, and think that you're going to have good sex in the bedroom. Yeah, or I don't care if it. y'all both has, have convinced yourself that y'all are down. The fact of the matter is, it's outside of God's will, and I know that it's not popular anymore. But I know the Bible is right, and somebody wrong. So that's where we land. um I think you should have the conversation with your spouse, male or female, on. If they are watching porn, and if they are, there's tons and tons of programs and resources and even groups at churches that will help them um, overcome that sexual sin. Ultimately, God does it, and he desires to do it, and he can do it. But there's going to be some steps. It's not easy. I mean, he can't just probably straight up deliver you. But in my experience, it's definitely been some practical steps to make it very hard for me to watch porn every day, every hour, every minute. And it starts with having conversations like this. Make it normal. Don't make it taboo.
1: Yeah, I see a lot of people in the comments of videos like that saying, like, how do I send this to my husband without actually having to send it to my husband? And I'm like, you just, just send, send, it. send
0: it. Just send it. You don't need no introduction. Because he over here, or she, over here doing stuff behind your back. And they can never be in a perpetual state of excitement. Because as soon as they get excited, they go from one stages one through four in 30 seconds by watching porn, and then they have nothing left for you. Yeah. And that's not fair.
1: And then they're just selfish, ultimately. Right.
0: Right. So,
1: Which and, is probably why men are like, 18 to 40 minutes? Ugh, I'm not doing that.
0: It actually seems like a long time. I Actually, I learned this the first few months into our marriage. I was like, man, time flies when you're having fun. Because I'll look at the clock, and then... That's why she's all said said and done. I look at the clock. I'm like, it has not been that long, but
1: that's what she said. You actually are probably spending a lot more time than you actually think you are. Mm 18, 40 minutes. I don't know. I don't know why, how
2: time goes by so fast.
0: Yeah. Special, really special. All right. So that we give a little bit of content for those who are listening in the car with their children or their spouse who they don't want to confront about their sexual sin. Let's talk about something a little bit more lighthearted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's lighthearted to me.
0: Oh, y'all going to hate us. Ooh, <laughs> somebody, somebody husband, mad right now. Ooh, I, buddy, if you listen to me and you feel in a little some type of way because I just exposed you, imagine how I felt when I was confronted,
3: not confronted, but when I brought it to... But the best way, if you're listening to this and you're a male, or if you're a female and you're struggling with this, because let's not make light of it, right, is to go... And tell yourself,
1: expose yourself.
3: But I'm telling you, we off the cuff over here.
1: We off the grid. Grid.
3: You cannot listen to this podcast and think you safe because I'm coming for y'all head tops, all <laughs> oh, y'all. Because I'm salty. Every sin that I've committed, everything that I've done, all the things that I've written about and just put out there in the world and played myself. I'm talking about publicly, openly, honestly on this podcast. And if you listen to it and your spouse give you that side eye and they see you do a little jerk on your cheek or they or they're trying to
1: move on they're trying to like oh yeah the podcast yeah. Is okay. okay let's go do something else
3: Uh-huh they try and switch it yeah. to some music yep uh-huh talk about it
1: And honestly um even if you think not even if you think your spouse is not watching porn or you think your spouse is not masturbating it literally never hurts to just ask Yeah
3: check in every literally
1: week Literally say how are you doing mm-hmm. are you watching porn are you masturbating have you recently mm-hmm. have you since the last time i asked you ooh, because ooh. sometimes sometimes they try to get out of it by saying oh no this is me right here because i haven't in the past week mm-hmm. but like okay but have you since the last time i asked you Like, so babe, so my that- streak
3: is up to seven days like i'm a <laughs> saint what do you mean?
1: but like that'll cover so they can't try to be like you know, lying by omitting information.
3: Right. But then you know what? Some people married some liars.
1: Yeah. So th- that's another hard part. Um
3: let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about liars. Oh, I can't stand y'all. I cannot stand a liar. Ooh. Ooh. Yes.
1: Have we talked about this before.
3: I feel like I I've heard my so. voice this just feels like deja vu. It feels like I've heard my voice say I can't stand liars. Oh,
1: because we were talking about the yesterday. Were we? About another TikTok that I saw.
3: Oh my gosh. I just cannot stand it because <sighs> you are a lie and the truth is not in you. Like, how do you know? Let's say let's say somebody married somebody who's consistently lied in the past. Mm. We talk about it well, all the time. When- it takes years and, and tons of time to build trust and a second to break it. Mm-hmm. And after you've broken it, it's just like, man, I can't really, how can I ever really believe anything you ever say? God can restore it. Yeah. We have talked about this before.
1: Yeah. Well I think that if you think that your spouse is lying about it um I mean oh I feel like it's hard because you have to get them to admit it at least one time so then you can you have like oh kind like of basis, the ability like to, to be like okay let's set some parameters like I'm gonna there's like certain wi-fi boxes you can do to where you can't go to porn websites like
3: I'm not only talking about porn by the way I'm yeah, making it more really general anything. because I mean we could pick on guys because we know I mean uh, really tons of women watch porn yeah, too. Like and
1: masturbate too. I
3: think it's very, very similar in percentage, but to make it more general again, because I'm trying to talk to people who are listening with their kids mm-hmm. as well. Kyra, <laughs> I was Sorry. bringing up nasty stuff. I like to pick on people with the thing that they need to be picked on. on. Some people need to be picked on with porn. Cause that's a little thorn on their side that they're working through and growing in their sanctification process to get past. But some people are some gamblers, you know, Some people is over here watching stuff like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Yeah, I'm coming for your head. Looking at these people making out, sticking their tongue down each other's throat, being nasty.
1: Y'all. You have watched The Bachelor and The Bachelor. I rebuke y'all.
3: I (laughs) rebuke y'all. I just wanted to pick on y'all women out there because y'all always be, you know, trying to come for us.
1: Well, I think that women are more sneaky in different ways. Like what? like
3: oh, you got an idea that's some sneaky. um
1: or not like maybe not even being sneaky well like
3: No, nah, you said that
1: okay well i'll say sneaky because i see a lot of women talking about like oh don't tell my husband i'm doing this like because men a lot of times are out of the house working mm-hmm. and so then yeah they do like sneak around and like maybe buy stuff or do stuff that they wouldn't want their husband to see um women also i guess what
3: about work husbands is that a thing i'm sure yeah work wives all that
1: yeah for sure
3: i need to have somebody on this podcast so we can interview them that will be honest about the work wife or work husband that they have because i think that's a very interesting storyline
1: mm-hmm.
3: i mean I, I hate to think of it like content but like
1: who gonna be honest about that yeah maybe if they've overcome it I'm i guess
3: like, it's just a, a typical affair though
1: but do you have to be have like a sexual relationship for it to be work i don't i've never i didn't know that
3: see you can't ask me this because i'm extreme i'm extreme with zero tolerance i don't want you blinking three times at nobody oh yeah me either but i've also heard
1: yeah i've also heard it before where it's just like it's almost like a best friend type relationship oh it's playful banter yeah 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 like that which okay we have our own opinions on that but that's kind of another way i've been i've seen it
3: my opinion is right don't be doing no playful banter with nobody that ain't your spouse or your partner it's just weird. It's just setting yourself yourself up for failure. Set yourself up for f- fantasies. Set yourself up for when you're in a low time, somebody to come in and swoop. My whole question, though, is back to honesty, is do y'all or are y'all in a type of relationship that is going to have that extreme accountability and extreme honesty? Like if you asked your wife, if you suspect your wife, if you suspect your husband is watching porn or is in a extramarital affair or you know is maybe just flirting with people at the gym when they go they like to go at a certain time are you able to ask them and get the truth
1: Thank you to Rothy's for sponsoring this week's podcast. Rothy's is launching an exclusive autumn collection featuring washable merino wool styles, perfect for fall. They're super comfortable, cozy, and 100% machine washable, and they come in a variety of colors, patterns, and styles. Me and Kaylin both have the lace-up Rothy's, and we really love them. Uh, I would say my favorite thing about them is that you actually can just put them in the washer, and they are built to be washed in the washer. I know some. Sometimes I throw in other shoes that aren't meant to be washed and they kind of can't come out looking a little bit different or not the correct shape, but my Rothy's always come out looking brand new. So right now you can get $20 off your first purchase at rothies.com slash growing. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash growing. So head to rothys.com slash growing to find your new favorites today
3: are you able to do that and you you have to be able to and if you're not then you should figure out i mean what what's up because how can you be expected to be in a relationship with somebody who can't be honest with you
1: Oh, well, it's so hard though when people are liars like how like literally how do you get them to tell the truth
3: how do you know when they're telling the truth yeah because like if you've lied oh my to gosh me, that's so hard oh my goodness uh, this is why i like being with you because i've Known you for most of my life. Oh, I'm a liar sometimes. The literal better part of my life. And I know your history. I know your family. I know the school you went to. I know the friends you had. I know the type of lifestyle you was living before we was dating, after we was dating, when we was engaged, when we was married, even now. Not that I'm like on some stalker stuff, but like I know the community you're around. I know the people you're uh, uh, accountable to. I know the churches you go. I know everything about you. But I've always wondered for people who get together later on in life, maybe college uh, maybe after college, maybe they met, you know, in a church group or something. They didn't go to the same high school, they didn't grow up in the same town, they didn't even grow up in the same state or even sometimes country. The process of finding out about that person and their character, apart from what they're telling you, but more of the experiential, I see, like I'm believing what I'm seeing from you. I I just always wonder how does that trust get built? I guess it's not that hard because I have friends like that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, from a relationship standpoint, when it gets uh, to those tough conversations, maybe they lied to you one time. Like, what's the process of believing them again? Are you talking about you'd be still lying. You still lying to
1: me? Still? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, my history. Like, I did not grow up in a very honest household at all where lying was totally okay. So, like, for a while, I was just like, oh, yeah, like, you could lie. Like, it's okay.
3: But, like, you were knowingly lying?
1: Yes, like I thought it was okay.
3: Oh, yeah, you was on a road to destruction. Yeah. I, I will not tolerate that. I won't be in a relationship like that. Um, I, I, I can't do but it. But honestly, it'll I have, drive me crazy. We kind of talked <laughs> about
1: this too. When I t- brought up that TikTok, um, lying comes natural to me because I always feel like something I'm doing is going to get me in trouble. So I do it as a way to like protect myself. But then I have to realize I don't have to live that way anymore. Like I can tell the truth.
3: Well, I can it say only what makes I think. it worse. So, like, based off of even that feeling or that thought, it's only going to get worse. Like, for me, the reason I've always been so honest, and obviously, I, I can't say I've never lied. I'm not a perfect person, but I just, I, I, I guess I'm just not that. I've, I've never been a cheater, never really, like I'm just not a liar. Yeah. I just tell the truth. And part of that was with my parents, the way I was raised, if you lie, and I find out, you're getting your tail whooped. There's always a consequence for the action. So even if you did something that you know you're going to get a whooping for regardless, just don't lie about it because the whooping you're going to get, if I found out you did it and you lied, is going to be way worse than whooping that you was going to get inevitably. So for me, I'm like, I'd rather deal with it, deal with all I'd rather
1: deal with why they feel the reason they need to lie.
3: No, forget the reason. You need to... Everything has a consequence. We can get to that after you get getting, getting this whooping. That's how it was with me. But you want to preempt it. Oh, we, we don't even got to whoop him.
1: Well, I would, I would <clears throat> get yelled at whether I told the truth or lied.
3: <laughs> well, I ain't talking about getting yelled at because that's not a scary and, physical, well, and, and imposing scary as to a you. true consequence.
1: Okay. What's scary to you is different to what was scary to me. No, yelling is scary
3: to me. I'm just saying it, didn't, it, didn't, it doesn't change behavior.
1: I don't know if that's think true.
3: Pr- you think prisoners get yelled at? I mean, they get yelled at, but they got they tell sat down like there's a consequence has happening. And I'm saying whooping, whooping, and I'm being facetious, but there's always got to be some type of consequence for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're right. the The conversation is brutal enough. Like
1: I don't know. We be having conversations with Carter, and he be shaking in his boots.
3: Yeah, you don't even gotta yell at him.
1: He literally talked to him, and he's like. He, he
3: realizes it and it's like man, okay yeah that was whooping enough
1: yeah that like, was the whooping but yeah. yeah
3: like you realizing your fault and you realizing what it feels like to take responsibility that weight that it just bears on you mm-hmm. and that regret that you have i just wanted you to realize that because sometimes that's enough to dissuade that type of behavior again yeah for you that wasn't the case. Well,
1: I made myself sound really sketchy by being like, I'm a liar. I'm not. I'm not really.
3: We're all liars. Kanye <laughs> said
1: it. Yeah, he did say it. <laughs> we are liars. He did say it. Um, but now, now, sometimes I do. I mean, I don't lie now the way I used to at all.
3: Oh, you just got better.
1: No, no, no. Now, <laughs> I, oh, <I'm> a- <laughs> I think before I speak. Like, I have to. Otherwise, I will want Are to you still lie. trying
3: to weasel out of stuff that you know you could just admit or no? Sometimes. Yeah. Why?
1: Because I think I'm going to get in trouble.
3: You already are in trouble. (laughs) If you're being confronted about it, you already are in trouble. No,
1: but like in trouble in a way that like.
3: Babe, you ain't getting whooped. You never got whooped.
1: That's not true. You
3: got whooped growing up? Yes. Okay. How much? Not very much. Exactly.
1: Because I didn't need to be.
3: Be Because you was a liar and you was good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because talking to me was going to literally have me in tears anyway.
3: But it didn't change your behavior still were a liar
1: yes because i would get in trouble regardless and then
3: you just got better at lying to I get out of did. trouble i'm trying to see yes. how do you change a kid's behavior how do you change a spouse's behavior if they were uh, a prior liar because okay if you have lied to me before now and even now it begs the question are you still a liar or did you just get better at hiding? No, i'm not a liar Like anymore. did you actually you know change or are you just better at lying
1: yeah if i wanted to be a liar i wouldn't tell you any of this
3: no or no, maybe I... you would or maybe you would
1: okay kailen okay,
3: you know and i maybe we just got down watching can, you
1: you can do this about everything though
3: but we doing it about lying okay so what was your process of freaking changing your nature of being a dirty liar um
1: <laughs> even if I'd rather just tell the truth and not have to deal with the shame of being a liar and then having to go admit to the, cause now I'm Christian and now I'm saved. So now I have to go freaking repent and tell the person I lied to, Hey, I lied. How, first of all, how embarrassing is that? That I couldn't muster up the courage to tell you what I did. Freaking weird. Second of all, even if I do make somebody mad or upset about a decision I made, kind of like, so what? Like, I'll just deal with that. Dealing with that, in my opinion, is easier than having to go tell the person, hey, I'm a liar and now you're not going to trust me because I lied to you about this silly thing.
3: I feel like we struck a chord with you, you lie lying tail. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, I'm not just playing, but I'm like, dang, I didn't know that you had struggled so much with that.
1: I told you that. When? I told you that I will feel like I'm going to get in trouble.
3: Yeah, let me throw in. Or like my- I'm
1: not. I'm not doing the right thing. Like if it's. I don't know if it's Saturday morning and it's 9 a.m. And I'm still in bed. Like, I'm like, I will rush out of bed but to, like, make it seem like, a, why do I do that? Like, quit lying. Like, you were laying in bed. It's okay. Like, you're not going to get a freaking whooping. You're not going to get yelled at. For, like, it's just, I don't know. I think that's, It's childhood trauma. No, yeah, it's
3: trauma. It's definitely trauma. Um, It can be issues there. And obviously, I'm not a therapist or a counselor. So I can't, not that I can't help you with that, but I don't know.
1: It's more me mentally that before I do that before because I have a a natural inclination to like do certain things. If I feel somebody's walking in the room or like coming up behind me, I'm like, oh, I have to hide what I'm doing really quickly. Do you feel like I stop myself?
3: Do you feel like you need to work on that or is that just something that you're just going to?
1: I always work on it.
3: How do you work on it?
1: Before I do it, I don't do it. (laughs) I just say just stop.
3: So do you think there's something wrong with it? Yeah. That you want to change it. Yeah. How does a normal person act then?
1: I don't think they care if somebody sees them laying in bed or that the kitchen isn't clean or that their dishes are still in the room. Like I think that people are just like living their lives.
3: I can second that because I'm definitely the type yeah. of person.
1: I don't feel like you are like, Oh, I gotta go do this because Kyra's like gonna see this and then I'm gonna like get in trouble.
3: Yeah. But I've worked like myself out of kind of what you're saying. Very, very. You
1: kind of don't care enough. <laughs>
3: very marginally, like what you're talking about, because our experiences were totally different, but they're still kind of similar. And I just feel like after my, one of my one of the things that my dad always said was, "Um, you ain't grown till you gone," and basically, it ain't yours if I bought it. So, Ouch! So for me, I started buying my own stuff, and I severed the bloodline and i do yeah i have you know
1: you're pretty extreme on that
3: total autonomy and i'm self self self-reliant and self-sufficient and even to a fault because on one end it's really helped me feel like i don't owe nobody nothing i ain't obligated to nobody to do nothing i just move at my own pace on the other end it's hard for me to submit and lay my life down and actually have personal abandonment, and absolute trust in the Lord because I've come to depend on myself so much. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So whereas for you, you could replace a bad father or bad mother with a good father who sees everything anyway, but still loves you and extends that grace and mercy towards you. But for me, I'm not looking for that at all in my true nature. So it's hard for me to just trust Mm -hmm. and receive. Um, So I'm glad we kind of get it. I was trying to give you a layup slam dunk like 10 minutes ago to just say, God, God, God is the one who delivered me from my dishonesty because he knew the truth anyway. Mm -hmm. And if I'm living for an audience of one, it doesn't matter if I can hide it from my spouse or my friend or the world. If God knows yeah, because I he's the only one who can really judge you. Like, what what fear do I have of man who have no heaven or hell to put me in? Yes, I can be embarrassed. Yes, I can be canceled. But I don't fear y'all. I don't live for y'all. It's God. Yeah. So God sees you masturbate. God sees you watch that porn. God sees you entertain that that man or that woman. God sees you lying to your spouse. And if you care more about the validation of everyone else. I, I mean, you you still should care. Yeah. But if you care more about what they have to say and getting caught by them, how can you be so indifferent and not care about getting caught by the almighty Lord and savior? That is Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on now.
1: I talked about that in a video recently where I was talking about like, it sounds bad to say where about like, Oh, I used to kind of be a slave to what other people thought of me. And now I just care less. Like it sounds, oh, you just don't care as much. But like, no, it's because that care went to God, who actually already saw me lie or actually already saw me sin. And then I kind of already said earlier too, like now I'm saved. So immediate, immediately the Holy Spirit's like, Kyra, <laughs> <laughs> now you got to go apologize. Now you have to go repent. Now you have to go... Put what was done in the dark into the light right because you're not like i'm the kind of person where if i lied or i've done something wrong i'm like i can't stop thinking about it i ha- i like have to come clean otherwise i just like feel like i can't move on
3: well do you think that people will ever get away with anything no so <laughs> i mean as we raise our children as i deal with consequences myself it's not on no a weird karma stuff because i think I mean, car- people don't even understand they use karma wrong anyway. Like karma isn't supposed to be you do bad or you do good and then bad or good happens to you. It's like, it's way deeper than that. And it's also wrong. It's false, it's false religion. Um, But in terms of justice, if we truly believe that God is sovereign, then he is master over everything and he loves justice. And in fact, I mean, he is the standard for it. So everything that is unjust will come to justice and will be judged. And every wrong will be made right. So if you do something wrong, you've got to know you'll never get away with it.
1: Yeah, it might be today. It might be tomorrow. It might be in a few months. And, and not on no karma stuff. Yeah.
3: It's just, I mean, even in physics, every reaction has an equal and opposite reaction. And no, it's not karma. It's just sin leads to chaos. It's out of God's will. And can we talk it about- exists outside of him. And God is order. So when you're living a sinful lifestyle, willfully, you are saying, hey, I w- I'm inviting chaos into my life. And we already live in a chaotic world that's filled with sin. So even the people who aren't like us, when I'm in my right mind and using wisdom from that fear of God that God has given me, And I'm trying to do the right things and live in order. Mm -hmm. I'm still implicated by the sinful world. And and there's still bad things that happen to me because the world is sinful. So it's so, it's actually asinine to me for someone to choose willfully to continue doing things that lead to more chaos.
1: Sin. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, God was like, okay, then there's going to be the fruit of the spirit. So then other people will be able to see you and know you by your fruits. Oh. So if you have a chaotic life, they're going to be like, mm, not, this person's got something fishing going on.
3: For sure. For sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I was in a place where when I first started um, growing in Christ and experiencing these fruits of the spirit, I wanted to avoid people that were sinning in that way and you know just not growing and just always seemed to be consumed by chaos. But I think where I am right now in terms of my faith and the way I view discipleship and church, I'm more so running towards those people because I see the hurt and mm-hmm. the death in their life. And I know, I know that God so desires to change it. And I know that he is totally able when he can, sometimes he will. And maybe he may use me to pop into their life and, Just show them more of him. Mm -hmm. Show them the joy and the peace that they could experience. And that's really what our mission is, what our goal is to do with this podcast.
1: On and off of the podcast. Yeah.
3: (laughs) On YouTube, um, showing you guys a a Christian life in real time as we're learning and growing through it. But
0: then, you know, deconstructing those conversations and um, just talking about everything,
3: everything that's real
0: on here. The podcast and in the future I keep hinting at it but I'm gonna truly probably talk about it in the next few weeks, maybe next year, in a in a private space where we can have unfiltered, uncodenamed conversations and just say what things are without feeling like, you know, we need to censor ourselves because we're gonna get canceled or we're gonna get our account deleted or whatever. That too. That's what we're called to do. And that's what we're hopefully hoping, hoping to accomplish. On the Growing Together Podcast. And we just thank all of you guys for being a part of that journey with us. I'm having so much fun doing this. Hopefully, y'all didn't get in too much trouble listening to this podcast. And hopefully, <laughs> you know, even if you are feeling convicted, you know that you're you're not convicted. You're you're not um going to be found guilty if you don't want to. Because there is a way, and that way is the truth and the life, and that is through Jesus. Who can come into your life, transform it, regenerate it, and put you on a journey of sanctification that makes you more like him. And he wants to do that in your life. If you want that, you can receive that. Start by reading that Bible, hearing his word. As you hear his word, you'll know his voice. Because his his voice is that word. And pray to him. Because he wants to hear you. But he also wants you to listen. And then get your tail in some community. Go to church. Be known by people. Be accountable to people. If you're a man and you're struggling with some of the things that we're talking about, get in a men's group. Even if you don't, you need to be surrounded by other, older, wiser men who can pour into you. And The same is true for women. True for both of us. Mm-hmm. And Can't they don't do even have alone. to be wiser. Can't do life alone. We're not meant to be. Maybe you have some gifts that you can contribute to a group. Maybe you need some gifts that you need to receive. But we got to get into a community together. This podcast ain't enough. You Doing your little reading ain't enough. Like, right, come on, y'all. Let's do better. Let's keep growing. Anywho, you have anything else you want to jump into? No. All right, guys. Uh, this was an interesting one. <laughs>
1: we hit so many different topics.
0: <laughs> Apologize to uh, you, your family, and your kids for being a little X-rated in the middle of this podcast. Mm-hmm but uh sorry not sorry anyway guys we'll see you guys next time and as we always say let's let's keep keep growing together.
1: together